You're listening to Agents of Humanity. Presented by the Nicholas Center. The podcast that features conversations about being human. Hosted by individuals who just happen to be on the autism spectrum. Produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Welcome to Agents of Humanity, presented by the Nicholas Center and produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes will be available every two weeks on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Join us for each episode as our hosts, who just happen to be on the autism spectrum, talk about everyday life as a human. Sometimes we'll interview very special people, and sometimes we will have conversations between us. In the end, we'll always ask the question, how do you make the world a better place? And become your own agent of humanity! Welcome to Agents of Humanity! I'm Tara. I'm Tomas. I'm Jason. I'm Robert. And I'm Amanda. And today we have on Steve Elderson, who's the owner of Smushed in Port Washington. Um, Hello, Steve. It's very good to meet you. Hey guys, nice to see you guys. Salutations! So I guess my first question is, how did the overall concept for Smush first come to be? Like, how how did the concept come to be? So it came came uh, came to me a long time ago. I was just hanging out with some friends and we were talking about different business ideas. And I was just like, what about a shop where you could create your own ice cream sandwich? You could pick any type of cookie on the top, maybe a peanut butter cookie on top and a chocolate chip cookie on the bottom and whatever ice cream you want in the middle, mint chip ice cream, and then different toppings. You know, you can put fruity pebbles or chocolate (laughs) chips around the outside, and you get to customize your ice cream sandwich. And everyone was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then I talk about it and talk about it and never do anything about it. Um, And it kind of just became like dinner party conversation. And everyone was always like, that's a really good idea. And then in the uh, the summer of 2020, um, mm-hmm. I had had another family business that we sold in 2018 and I was working for the company that I sold it for. And my wife, Sarah, she was finally tired of me just talking about this ice cream sandwich business. And she said, hey, either stop talking about it or do it. So I learned how to make ice cream sandwiches. I learned how to make ice cream. I learned how to make cookies. I had a vision of how I wanted the sandwich to be. I had a bunch of friends over and we did a lot of taste testing. And uh, I kind of figured it out. And I put a post up on social media that I was going to sell ice cream sandwiches. And people lined up down the block out of my house. And I kept doing it. Now, a couple of years later, I got a shop. Woohoo! Very, very cool. cool. Very, cool. very, very interesting. Thank you. What has your, your experiences as a neuroinclusive business been? Mm-hmm. What have my experiences in, as a neuroinclusive business been? Yes. It's been it's been really it's been interesting. It, it's been it's been helpful. Um, one of the things that I was thinking about in terms of not only has it been personally satisfying to work with Andres and Elizabeth mm-hmm. and the job coaches, but a lot of the needs of a neurodiverse person are actually the same and similar needs of neurotypical people that I never would have understood if I wasn't working with Andres and Elizabeth, specifically a lot of like the checklists and the processes, everything that's being written down and modeling um, 
help mm-hmm. a lot with Andres and Elizabeth, but mm-hmm. they also help with the rest of our employees. Um, and it's mm-hmm. and and it, and it's and it's made our whole store operate better and more smoothly, which wouldn't yes. have happened if I didn't work with neurodiverse employees. Cool. Yes, very yeah. very cool. It's awesome to see um, Elizabeth and uh, and and Andres thrive in this environment. <laughs> it's it's very very it's very very awesome that 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 you're taking a chance on us and that you're let um allowing us to thrive in your business. And I would ask you this: um, what would you tell other businesses that um um? What would you tell another business that, that that is interested in hiring a a a neurodiverse employee? I tell them that I tell them that a first and foremost, it's very personally rewarding and satisfying. But b, it's important to do because not a lot of businesses are ready, willing, and able to do it yet, and. There are plenty of neurodiverse candidates out there that can be valuable and add to a business. And there are there are jobs that they can do um, that need to be done. And there's there's really there's no reason not to give them a chance. And the job coaches facilitate it and and make it work. You know, like and they they help the neurodiverse candidates um, become completely capable to do the job. So it's, it's scary and don't get me wrong. You know, like I wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't, and it wasn't, and still isn't without worry, but you know, I mean, maybe this is also particular to the Nicholas center. I don't know, but the job coaches are great and really support the business and support the employees really, really well. Interesting. Yes. Awesome. Great. Great. So yes. smart. Um, um, yes, I would absolutely agree. It's awesome to hire neurodiverse employees. It shows mm-hmm. that people who are who are different can do things in the world. It shows that, you know, we have a place in the world. It's very important. And yeah. Yeah, I think it's really nice to see that more businesses are including more neurodiverse yeah. individuals because you know everyone's capable everyone has a place mm-hmm. in the world um mm-hmm. everyone with a little bit of practice can achieve what mm-hmm. they want to no matter whether they're neurodiverse or or what and i think that it really gives our individuals hope for their employment future and so it's just that's why they're so excited about this interview and it's really special mm-hmm. to them and inspiring. So that's really cool. Really cool. Indeed. Very, very, yes, very, very incredibly cool. cool. It, yes, indeed. Very, very cool. Um, How has it been running an ice cream business? It's a lot of work. It's a lot more complicated than I ever thought it would be. Um, you know, I knew it would be difficult. I knew I would be here all the time and I'd have to learn a lot. But part of the um, growth process for me is I came from no food service background, no restaurant background, no ice cream, no cookies. So I've been learning a lot. You know, like I have a the staff is bigger than I thought it would be. I have more employees that I have to manage. You know, there's just been a lot of uh, learning processes that need to be changed, you know, the business is very different. You know, the store is already very different physically in the way that it's set up. Um, it's, you know, procedures and policies and, 
you know, ingredients, like a lot of things have been changing over the past five or six months since we've been opened. Um, but it, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of work because the response from the community has been great and we've been busy and we're making and selling a lot of cookies and a lot of ice cream. So it's a, it's a process. Wow. Sounds yummy. Sounds cool. <laughs> What's your favorite part about owning an ice cream business? My favorite part so far has been the, uh, the community involvement, the response from the community. You know, I, I built this ice cream shop. Yes, we sell ice cream and we sell cookies, but I really wanted it to be um, more than that. I wanted it to be something that would be a special place in Fort Washington that would um, give back to Fort Washington, make people happy, give people a new, fresh place to go that just has a different vibe that hasn't been seen here, fun, um, you know, welcoming. And the community has really embraced that and been very um, supportive of the business, but also appreciative of what we're doing for the community and watching that happen has been very rewarding. Interesting. Um, that is incredibly interesting. And we feel that Smush has been a very big boom for Port Washington, especially since they're hiring people from the Middleton Center and help hoping to foster diversity in your workplace. And that's something we very much appreciate. So thank you for that. So thank you for that, actually. <laughs> I um, do agree. Um as, as 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 a person who likes sciencey stuff, um, I'm gonna ask, what is the process for making the ice cream itself before serving to the customers? So we get in um, every week. We get deliveries of dairy, which is milk and cream and sugar. It's all in one big bag, and yeah. that's the base of our ice cream. And then yeah. we add to that natural flavors and ingredients to turn it into different flavors. So that one plain bag of just dairy and sugar. Um, if you add mint extract to it and chocolate chips, now you've created a mint chip ice cream. If you, one of our most popular flavors is Cookie Monster, which uh, is blue. Cookie Monster. Ooh. What's your favorite flavors of ice cream, guys? I like cookie dough. I like chocolate chip. Um, I love caramel to death. It's 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 so sweet. It's so good. It's a guilty place for me. Every every time time I have it, actually I like your car car caramel mel 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 mel. I added your salted caramel a couple of times when I went to your job. It's very very, it's very very good. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Uh, mine's of vanilla. <laughs> it's the best. I see. I like vanilla too, Jason. Yeah. With rainbow cool. sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Steve? What would you say your favorite flavor of ice cream is that you have at the store? So my favorite flavor that I have at the store is uh, Dulce de Leche. I don't have it all the time. It's a pretty hard one to make, but when I have it, it's my favorite. I also really like the lemon poppy seed, which we have. I like oh, the salted caramel praline. Um, I think our vanilla is a great vanilla. How do you decide to come up with new ice cream flavors? That's a great question. A lot of it is what I like to eat at other ice cream shops and what I've had at other ice cream shops and what I think I can tweak mm. and make a little bit different or a little bit better, or try and just copy. But then also customers will recommend different flavors, employees will recommend different flavors. Sometimes I'll just be lying in bed trying to fall asleep and I'll just think of a different combination that could be cool. Um, there's a lot of information on the web about different flavors. I've even asked uh, ChatGPT to come up with a flavor with different ingredients and they come up with some interesting ideas. So there's lots of different ways to come up with new flavors. So how have you experimented since, since, since opening your, 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 uh, your uh, shop, how have you 
how have you experimented with the treats and and like how do you rotate the flavors? Because one flavor might taste better in the winter than 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 than, than in summer. So how 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 have you experimented with stuff? Absolutely. Like a lot of the fruit flavors, you know, like the raspberries, the strawberries, the lemon, um, the, the key lime pie, those were more summer flavors. Now in the fall, I'm transitioning to more folly type flavors like pumpkin or chai latte or um, maple, you know, like, so there's definitely seasonality, you know, come the holiday time, maybe I'll do a peppermint, um, you know, so there's definitely a, a little bit of a, a rotation of flavors based upon the seasons, but a lot of it too is what customers want. You know, like we started when we opened and we had a flavor called banana brownie and we haven't had it for a while. And I keep hearing from customers, when are you bringing back banana brownie? When are you bringing back banana brownie? So next week we're going to have to bring back banana brownie. But keeping the, keeping the flavors fresh and rotated is important to keep people coming back for more. Yes. That is amazing. Interesting. Yeah. I love it. Uh, how does it feel to help neurodiverse individuals gain employment and work experience it feels great um one of the most rewarding things about this business for me so far has been working with the nicholas center and seeing the impact that smushed mm -hmm. has had on two of our employees um you know their 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 growth in terms of what they're able to do what they've learned to do what they're capable of doing you know, on their own and with the help of their job coaches um, is really amazing. Um, you know, in, in the beginning, I didn't really understand, like, I I liked the idea of trying to support neurodiverse people and give them an opportunity to have employment. But I didn't really know what I was doing or what I was getting into. Um, but we have two really great employees here that have blossoms and have just uh come into their own and really developed mm -hmm. um a lot as employees as mm -hmm. friends as people mm -hmm. you know getting mm -hmm. to know them more um and just watching them do the work and watching them have fun here and and, and feel like feel like they are you know setting out what the nicholas center has helped them to do which is to hopefully be able to get out there mm -hmm. and get a job and work independently and seeing them mm -hmm. on their way to doing that is really awesome that's important to me because I'd I'd like to like to like learn how to how to like how to like uh get along and like and act and like and like be a good and have a good and have a good job and a good resume a good life and yeah. And absolutely you can. <laughs> Yeah, why why is that important to you guys? Like seeing your friends getting different jobs and having workspaces be neurodiverse. Well, um, I mean, important? it's important to me because it shows that we can do things in the community. It shows that we belong in the communities. It shows that we can be as productive as any 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 member member mem mem of society if given the chance. And we very and we very much appreciate Smush give. Um, give um, giving the chance to 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 our participants. So, thank so thank you, Smush. The other thing that I just want to add that has also been really cool to see, and it was something I was very nervous about and worried about in the beginning, was how the neurodiverse employees would integrate with the neurotypical employees and also with the with all of our customers. And it's been really great, and I think that it's also been a great growth and learning opportunity for 
the neurotypical employees to share space with the two neurodiverse employees that we employees that we have and really blossom in terms of their development as well. Um, they've done a really, really, really great job um, supporting these two staff members. And that's been really great to see as well. Well, seeing Elizabeth and Andres working over the counter with my other friends, like it's, it's a, it's like a good environment and a good vibe. Like every time you step in the, like the smushed, there's like seating upstairs seating and downstairs seating for everyone to like to sit down yes, and enjoy. Yes. It's a very, very <laughs> cool, very hip and environment. My friend especially loves the arcade machines you have upstairs. So Oh, the arcade machines? So I did not you know that. you have um, arcade machines. Um, I guess my next question is what do you hope Smushed will eventually become? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Like how do you imagine it growing in the community? Like do 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 you imagine it like maybe sponsoring the port port parade one year potentially? That's yeah, a great, that's a great question, and I my mind goes in so many different directions of what I think Smush could become and what I want it to become. Um, but first and foremost, I want it to become a pillar of Port Washington. Like, you know, I want it to become a place where kids growing up want to have their birthday parties. They want to go after a game. They want to go after a recital. They want to work. Like I want kids in middle school to be like, when I go to high school, I want a job at Smushed. I want parents to be like, I want to bring my kids to Smushed after um, after a special event. I want, I want the community to look at Smushed as a fun, safe, inclusive place for everybody um, to go have awesome ice cream and cookies and ice cream sandwiches, but also to just feel welcomed. I also want it to become a place that um, supports every possible organization in town. Um, you know, I want it to become a place that just is just really, when you think of Port Washington, you know, you think of Smushed and you think of like, this is just, I, when I asked kids when I was interviewing them, I asked everybody when I was interviewing them what their favorite place in Port Washington was. And I would love the answer for that question one day to be smushed. I like going to Smush Ice Cream Store because I like seeing family and friends, everyone I meet. Well, one of the things that's actually been really cool is because Andres and Elizabeth work at Smushed, a lot of times the Nicholas Center will bring out a whole bunch of people. And I see all your family and friends coming together and having a good time here. And that is really cool. I really appreciate it. <laughs> that that that's that's very nice. Um, so my other question is, how did you um come up with smushed itself? Like, how did you find its name? So I was having dinner one night with my friend and his cousin, and we were talking about this idea. Like I talked with everybody. And um, his cousin said, I have a great name for you. How about Smushed? And this is like 12 years ago. And I immediately wow. knew that was a great name for this business. So I took a quarter out of my pocket. I gave her a quarter. And I said, I now own the name Smushed. I just bought it from you. She said, okay. I went mm -hmm. home. I registered www.smushed.com on GoDaddy. And I bought that name the URL. Wow. And I paid 20 bucks for it that year and the next year and the next year. 
um, just so I would have it. And then I was like, I'm never going to do this. So I didn't continue to pay for it. And uh, then in 2020, thankfully, it was still available. And I got the name trademarked. I had the logo made. And uh, I think it's a great name. It has sometimes it's a little bit hard to pronounce. It causes a little bit of confusion. But it perfectly encompasses what we do. We take the ice cream cookies and we smush them together. Cool. That nice. is so nice. cool. Very nice. cool. Very cool. I mean, it, awesome. I mean, it, I mean, it was awesome. very, it, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It was probably, uh, pro probably a long process doing the trademark and doing the brand mark and everything else, else, um, um, can, um, 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 actually it's okay if I ask about that. Like how did you come up with the marketing for the store? The, well, like the trademark, the, the, trademark? The, uh, trademark, the brand mark and the logos. So the logos, I, I originally hired someone to make a simple logo for me and I had an original logo. And then when I decided I wanted to open the store, I figured I needed to tweak it and make it a little more professional. So I had a graphic designer come up and we went back and forth a lot of times to create that logo. Um, mm. The trademark, I had to hire a lawyer and the lawyer had to file for um, for the trademark and it was initially declined and they had to appeal and wow. say why they thought it was unique and we deserve the trademark. And eventually they did get the trademark in a few different classes. So we are trademarked. Interesting. Awesome. That's so cool. All right. My other question is, what makes Smush It unique or different? So what makes it unique and different is we're not the only ones in the country or world doing this, but it's the ice cream sandwiches. Like you can pick any ice cream, any cookie, smush them together and make an ice cream sandwich. And it's just a little bit of an extra special treat that most ice cream shops don't have. Um, also, <clears throat> our flavorings and colorings are all natural. You know, we're not using food colorings, food dyes, like we'll use purple carrot extract to turn, to, to turn something purple or spirulina to turn something blue or red beet juice to turn something red, um, turmeric to turn something yellow. Like the list goes on. Like we're, we're trying, like it's, it's ice cream. Like I don't want to tell you that it's the most healthy thing in the world for you but we're trying to make it as fresh and healthy of a product as possible. Very, very cool. Nice, it's, nice, it's, nice. I heard all that. I love it's, it. It's especially good. It's especially good, 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 good that you're doing that because a lot of ice cream is known for like having chem, 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 chemicals in it. So it's very good that you're helping to eliminate as much of that as really possible and make it the, the, the best ice cream you could possibly eat, the healthiest one you could possibly eat. Yeah, and 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 <laughs> and and also props for having a gluten-free co co cookies and cream. That's something something I never thought I would see. Yeah, yeah, in my life, I'm gluten-free, so that's something that I would never, I I never thought I would see in my life. So thank that's you. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm also yeah. lactose yeah. intolerant as well, yeah. so I really appreciate the vegan yeah. flavors yeah. that are offered there mm -hmm. as well. Fantastic. What is what's your most busiest time of the day? After dinner, um, busiest time of day is often the last hour before we close. Um, it's after dinner. Wow. Why? I think because people like to go out to dinner or have dinner at home and then have a treat, you know, and uh, ice cream is wow. a perfect treat. You know, like we found a lot of people actually when they're coming to Port Washington, which now has a lot of great restaurants, um, will Google dessert near me or ice cream near me or best ice cream. And uh, we come up and they come just come to us for dessert, which is great. Cool. Yeah. 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 That's, that's um, awesome. How many ice cream sandwiches do you make a day? Depends upon the day. Um, but we can make as many as three or four hundred um, in a busy day. 
I see. Very cool. Wow. Very cool. I mean, I mean, yeah, very, very clever, but very impressive production output. Um, and those are not all to be sold in the shop. We also may, are making ice cream sandwiches for catering or events, or it's, you know to be sold oh, outside the shop as well. Hmm, nice. Um, one Ooh. one thing that's really cool about the shop is that we see you have local artwork on the walls. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? How you're supporting like local artists sure. and stuff like that. Um, so a lot of our art is kids in town. You know, we we partnered with one of the local art studios and also just on social media let parents mm -hmm. know that any kid that wanted to draw something that was ice cream sandwich theme related would hang on our walls. So that adorns a lot of our walls. But also I wanted to give space to local artists to be able to show and possibly sell their work. So um, our walls will rotate over, you know, every few months with different local artists being able to show their work. Um, very, very cool, nice. cool idea. I love that idea. Very, very good answer. I love that idea a lot. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's so um, wonderful. So uh um so yeah, that's very good. It's worth nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, it helps support the community, it helps provide money money oh, to our cool, cool. artists who need it. Um yeah. um so so can 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 you tell us who produces the t-shirts and hats at um I'm at your store? Yes, uh, our T-shirts and hats and sweatshirts are produced by Spectrum Designs, um, <laughs> which is a, uh, I know you guys know about it. You know, they're, they partner with you guys. A lot of their employees <laughs> have trained for you guys. Um, they hire, it's I don't bad. know if it's, I know it's more than a majority of neurodiverse employees to <clears throat> create, design, make their products. Um, they're a local for Washington business. You know, like, it's just like, it, it, it fills my desire to keep, everything that as much as we do local and to support the neurodiverse community um um very 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 good i mean i i i i i do believe that um it's a very important aspect of your business that you're using uh special designs another for washington business is, is this that helps out 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 this community and it's and 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 an an amazing little love letter to the town of Port Washington that you've created with your store and the employees in it. So uh I know I've said this a lot, but thank you very much. I know I've said this quite a lot, but thank you. <laughs> cool, cool. Let me ask you, did you work on this hat at all? Yes. Um yes, um, yes, we did. We did. So how does it feel to see yep. somebody wearing your work? What you work on it feels very good. Um, thank you. Um, 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 feels very, very good, Steve. Feels very, very good to see and you know, enjoying another Nicholas Center, yeah. a, uh, a, uh, another, a, a, another Port Washington business. Sorry, I have a question for you guys. Yeah, mm -hmm. who was whose idea was it to, to create this little like uh radio show? Um, um uh, it was a uh, it um, um, it, um, it was actually a uh, former. Employee of Nicholas uh, Center, Dave, 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 Dave. Oh, uh, yeah, he Dave Thompson, former, Dave Thompson. Former, uh, Thompson yeah. Yep. He was the That's former. That's his name. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dave I Thompson. I guess head, 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 head of employment development here at Nick and Nicholas Center. He wanted to us, us to do a podcast where we could, mm -hmm. like, talk about things from the employment perspective. Yeah, and Dave from, Thompson. Yeah, from, yeah, 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 yeah. From the autistic perspective of yeah. employment. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Like, like the neurodiverse for 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 perspective of of, of employment yeah cool. and Ro Ro robert what is it about yeah. this that made you want to do the podcast like why are you um, interested in um i mean i mean i like 
I like talking to people and finding out different perspectives about things and like finding about how they're changing the world. And I'm, and although I'm very ner 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 nervous as 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 you can probably hear doing it, I like doing it because it allows me to receive different perspectives on many people. And yeah, 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 yes, 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 and it, and 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 allows me to uh, um, highlight people who do great things in the world. So uh, that's why I love doing this. And, and also, I feel like this podcast yeah. highlights yeah. you guys and yeah. your perspective as individuals Definitely. with autism. Right, yeah. you're able to share your voice yeah. and yes. your yes. experience. Yeah, yeah. To so nice. Meet new people Very, in the community. Very nice. Brilliant. So, so uh, I guess, I guess I'll ask you a question. We ask almost every one of our guests. Uh, um, on this podcast, we ask um, the, the podcast is called A A A and W Mandy, and one of the main things we ask the guests is that what do you do to make the world a better, better, better? Uh, what place? do you do to make the world a better, better place, or what makes you an agent of humanity? Yeah, uh huh. Mm -hmm. That's a uh, that's a deep question. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, like I'm trying. You know, like I uh, part of Smush's mission. It's not stated, but is to make the world a better place. Um, you know, and I think one of the things is taking all of our employees. It's the first job for almost every one of our employees and teaching our employees how to be part of the workforce and preparing them to work one day. And that's the neurodiverse and the neurotypical employees. It's all of our employees. Um, and being, being gentle with them because they're young, um, but also being tough on them because they need to learn what's okay and what's not okay, being supportive and trying to build their skills and confidence to, you know, have a real job one day. Not that this is not a real job, but have a career one day, um, mm -hmm. I think is something that I'm trying to do to make the world a better place. I see. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I do. I really do enjoy it. It's so incredible. Of course it is, Jason. <laughs> How many hours are you open? We are closed on Mondays. We're open Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday from 12 till 9. And Friday and Saturday from 12 till 10. Um, there's a chance that maybe as fall progresses into winter, we'll cut the hours back by an hour. Um, and we've actually been very slow during the day. So I have to evaluate what we're going to do to make it um either more busy during the day or change productivity. So we're doing other things during the day as well. Oh yeah. Another question. Um, if you, uh, um, if it's, if it's like 100 degree weather from my perspective, um, are you guys open if it's like really blustering heat outside? Like, um, yeah, we are. And you would think that's when an ice cream shop would be super busy, but when it's so hot, people don't even want to go outside that those super hot days in the summer weren't even our busiest. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. What? 
what started your passion for sweets? You know, I, I wouldn't say I have a passion for sweets. You know, this started as a business idea and it was fulfilling oh. a business idea and an entrepreneurial idea. I do love ice cream and I do like cookies. Um, but I wouldn't say that this was like a passion of, it wasn't, wasn't a passion for the product. It was a passion for the business. I see. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, what does the future of Smush look like? The future of Smushed is bright. You know, like I, I think that the we, we've proven our concepts now. We know that people like our products. They like our service. Um, and just slow growth to be able to bring smiles to more people. <laughs> Sweet. Um, um um very good answers um we we uh, love the fact that you're doing so much for for Washington and so much for the Nicholas Center and so much for yes for our friends in particular so uh so uh, I asked to uh, to uh, to to wrap it up um how how um how how um um actually just to uh, wrap it up um thank you Steve for what you do and thank you uh to Smush for hiring um Nicholas and enter employees and um thank you for agreeing to be on this podcast thank you guys very much thanks for uh having me on the podcast thanks for your really interesting questions and thanks for uh, what you guys do at the Nicholas Center to you know work your butts off to be able to get jobs <laughs> in places like ours and help us help the community yeah uh you're welcome yes. Yes. thanks Goodbye, Mr. Steve We will be right back. This is George, Fred, and Jason, the co-leaders of Speak, interrupting to say that we hope you're enjoying this episode, but please make sure to check out our new show, The Speak Podcast, another great show produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes available every two weeks on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Each Speak Talk is about six to ten minutes in length, and the talks are given in storytelling format. There are three key moments in each Speak Talk. The moment of truth, the moment of transformation, and the moment of impact. We host pop-up events all over the world, and now we're bringing our talks to your device. Join us on the Speak Podcast as our speakers step onto the stage and into the spotlight with impactful ideas and stories. We'll let you get back to the show you were listening to, another great podcast from Launchpad 516 Studios. You're listening to Agents of Humanity, presented by the Nicholas Center and produced by Launchpad 516 Six Studio. Today we spoke with the owner of Smush, Steve, who employs individuals with autism. Um. Yes, it was a very insightful conversation that we had about the yes. nuances of both making ice cream and what employing a neurodiverse workforce looks yeah. like in practice. So, yes, mm -hmm. I am. 
Um, honestly, I'm always nervous to speak to guests, but I was especially nervous to speak to this one because he's actually very important to our mission at the Nicholas Center and what, yeah, 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 yes, and what he does. So how did that conversation with Steve inspire you guys? Could you each I think he, share that? I think that? he inspired me to, like, to hope that, like, that I one day, that I one day, like, get a job, like, somewhere, like, that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, either smushed or... Like, like, or maybe even a, a deli. I would work at Smush because I would make lots and lots of ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> um, I like chocolate the best. I know you yeah. do. So what um, jobs do you guys see yourself wanting to have in the future? I could maybe see myself at, as working, like, trying to just to wipe down all the tables or, like, and clean and stuff like clean stuff up mostly for me you mean like restaurant like a restaurant type place yeah something like that like what type of job was that like a restaurant cleaner i think mm -hmm. so yeah yeah it sounds like a restaurant it that does. you want to work at it does all right jay it's your turn okay um uh, yeah um i'm I like a spraying and clean glass. You mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the best. So, what type of job do you want to have in the future? Work at a CVS. It's a it's a pharmacy. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, doing uh cleaning uh the floors with a mop. Putting all the medication medications away. Putting all the medical mm -hmm. stuff away. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that's the one. Cool. I always wanted to work with animals. You are doing such a great job of volunteering at the shelter. So in a sense, you are working with animals oh, and you're yeah, gaining yeah, 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 yeah. experience doing that. And at some point, maybe you can get a paid opportunity to do what you're doing. Hmm. Well, at North Shore, I play with the cats, um, get them all happy and Waiting for a good owner to pick them up. Hmm. That's cool. Um, you got um, you the got. The place that I want to work at most is somewhere just I, I, I love art in general, so I want to work at a museum Ooh. or um, or nice. at like a bakery, anything artistic, basically anything artistic, basically. Nice, nice. That's cool. So, how do you guys yep. think the Nicholas Center kind of sets you up for? Um, getting these jobs in the future like what skills yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it sets me up uh -huh. really well um i feel that it allows you to try many different things to yeah. find your niche and what you your cup really tea. are passionate about so i love that about the nickel center it allows you to find like a niche your niche yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. for me i think it like helps me it dep it like depends on which on what you do and what and what you like there like depends Depends what you like and what you do there. Like I like doing it. Some things there, mo some here, things here and there, mostly. Well, you're organizing the jackets yesterday at Spectrum. I saw oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah, I, I, I mm. remember that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Shirley was helping us. I remember. So organizing, like when you guys volunteered the thrift store, right? Twin That's, Pines, yeah, I, I, I remember. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, and you yeah, guys yeah. organized the clothes. I you like, 
I like uh, do that sometimes. You I used to do that, yeah. For empty hangers. I do that, yeah. Um, you know, when you're doing other activities in the community, yeah, yeah. you're working on so many different skills that you can use for when you get a job. That's true. Uh, That's true. Overall, this conversation was real. Was much fun. This uh, conversation was insightful into the actual practice of hiring neurodiverse employees. And yeah, very, yeah. I liked it because very good to hear. It was because uh, like it was more about neurodiversity. How do you guys think other communities could like better serve um, people with disabilities or neurodiverse individuals to gain employment? I mean, right. I feel that I feel that. Um, they can do what the Nicholas Center does. I mean, provide may, yeah. maybe centers like that that, that that test people in different areas and find out what they're really good at, I think. That's good. I That's mean, good. and then there oh. are centers who do that, but maybe like they can be like maybe, maybe they can be like town or state centers where like you take tests to find out what they're good at and then, and then, and then, yeah. and then get job mm-hmm. recommendations. That could work, yeah. From yeah. that. Um, I think it's good to introduce... Um, you guys to all these different areas, right? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> yep. good for you guys to be introduced to different things yeah. too and realize yeah. all the possibilities of uh-huh. things you can do at a job. That's true, yeah. So true. Overall, I, I think this was an awesome conversation today. It sure is. 100% good. <laughs> it's great. I like doing po- podcasts with you guys. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, we all we all take turns, huh? We do. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel that this podcast is a really good way to highlight people in Port Washington who do very good things, and beyond Port Washington, who do good things as well. So, 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 yeah, I love doing this podcast with you guys. Hope, hope, hope we do it for many more weeks and years to come. See ya. So, so we'll see you guys soon. Thank so you. long. Um, um, Bye. 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 Um, Adios. Thank you guys Bye. for listening. Bye. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks, Have a nice day. So long. Stay tuned. Agents of Humanity is produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by George Andriopoulos. Our theme song, The Neverless Sea Preservative, is by Bonnie Grace. Music and sound effects licensed through Epidemic Sound. Agents of Humanity is hosted with Podbean. This podcast is presented by the Nicholas Center, a human services agency that's revolutionizing the way autistic people learn, live, and work. Make sure to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts while you're at it. Follow the Nicholas Center at the Nicholas Center on Facebook at Nicholas Center on Instagram and at Nicholas-Center on LinkedIn. Visit our website, tncnewyork.org, for more information, upcoming events, or to donate. Please make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Lunchpad 516 Studios.